for that. And then I was looking up a bunch of weird facts about New Year's. Oh, okay. Like, this one website I was looking at, the number one, like, uh, most notable things that happened in 2022 was inflation. <laughs> Dude, weird. it's insane, dog. You know how much a fucking pack of eggs is? A lot. Like, I went and got a, uh, the, not the 12, but the 18 pack of eggs. Mm-hmm. dollars What the fuck? Yeah. Dude, but no. The cheap brand. I was at United. I was like, what the fuck, bro? Do you still go, like, it's still kind of hard because now they're limiting it. Like, only two per uh, guest. But Costco. Costco, well, they, 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 they sell the, the five-pack for eight bucks. The, See, little, the five, five, twelve-pack or whatever. Five dozen. Yeah, but then you got to look at, like, people who don't have those kind of memberships. People who are having to shop at stuff like Walmart and United and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Not that the Sam's Club membership or Costco yeah. membership is expensive. It's about 50 bucks, I think, for, like, the year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can, I mean, there's obviously upper... Echelon upper tiered ones, like you know, I think there's like a hundred and fifty dollar ones, like the highest one you can get. Yeah, see, we have the upper one for Costco, it's 120. It's not bad, but we get like the reason I, I always tell people if you get the 121, you get like two percent and so much percent back every year. And then, like, we've only really paid for Costco the first year, yeah, because we, we, we reuse that thing, and then, like, this last time we got like 180 back. Yeah. We're like, cool. So we spent 120 to renew the membership, and then we had like 60 bucks left over. Yeah. So we're like, ah, oh, fuck, let's buy some extra this and that, extra this and that. Yeah. And that's why it's I... Not a, it's not a bad deal, honestly. It's, it's not. not. <coughs> Just in the long... It's like, in the short term, people look at, like, I don't have $50 to spend on a, on a membership right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you look at, like, the, the overall amount that you, that you spend in groceries, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I don't know, man. I like it. I like Costco. I know. I like the membership stuff. It's fun. Plus, all, dude, all the free samples, dude. I can't remember how many times we've gotten in hungry and left full because we just ate a fuck ton of samples. Tried a lot of new shit. It's fun. Anyways, let's get started. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Blue Collar Shock, and this is our New Year's episode. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we're going to do some new things. Hopefully, some new exciting stuff and... We're going to look back on this past year of global events and shit for us. Because, God, it's been a year. Yeah, it's been, it has been. It has been one hell of a year, man. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, guys, we'll go ahead and get into the spirit of the week. Um, before, But before we do all that, guys, how we're going to do it this year is we're going to pick uh, one brand per month and then do all their multitudes of flavors or right. different shit that they have for that one company. Because... I don't really like. There's a few things of Jack Daniels I don't really care for, like the Tennessee Fire. I hate it. I think it's disgusting. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think it's disgusting. Um, but they do have other ones that are delicious. That fucking honey one they have is really good. Yeah, the honey one they have is really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're gonna do that through different brands. We actually might do some more popular brands this year. Um, but again, it'll all be one brand per month. Right. And we'll go from that. But this month we're starting with Devil's River. And this is going to be a fun one. So with that, Fabian, I'll let you take it away with this bottle. All right. So we have had the Devil's River before. Um, in a previous uh, episode, we did a special, like, Chris, it wasn't Christmas, uh, Halloween. It was a Halloween um, box that we had got. It was one of the ones that we reviewed. So that one, I believe, was like a, a, their upper echelon, upper tiered um, type of whiskey. 
So, um, since we went ahead and got one of each, so this month we are doing the Devil's River, and for this week we're doing their original, um, their original branded bourbon whiskey. I mean, it's just simply that small batch Texas bourbon whiskey. Um, <clears throat> of course, you got your governmental whatnots and whatnot. Yeah, they're always frosted over. Okay. Okay, exceptionally pure water. That's what makes Devil's River Bourbon Whiskey the smooth, small-batch bourbon whiskey you enjoy today. Fuck y'all, enjoy tomorrow then. Legendary Texas Ranger John Coffey Hayes named this powerful waterway the Devil's River in 1840. And from his ingenuity, our namesake was born. The naturally filtered limestone spring water is considered the purest water in Texas. The iron-free sweet spring water is ideal for crafting the unrivaled Texas bourbon whiskey. Its purity <clears throat> unmasks all the delightful nuances we worked tirelessly to emphasize in every sip. Here's to living a life that never... That's never short of extraordinary Devil's River bourbon whiskey. So. Hmm. Okay. So I guess you could call this Texas month. Yeah, because Devil's River is brewed in Texas. Yeah, well, then again, next month will probably be Texas month, too. Well, that's all right. We live in Texas. <laughs> We're allowed to be a little biased about... I think everybody in Texas is a little biased towards Texas, unless you're from California. Is my sniffer not working? I don't smell anything. <laughs> I don't... What the fuck? Nope, because we had that Japanese whiskey and I smelled that motherfucker. Yeah, me too. Maybe we can smell this, but sometimes that works. Yeah, it's it's. God damn, this cork is strong. There it goes. Yeah, at least you know it is sealed properly. <clears throat> yeah, that too. Okay, now I can smell it a little bit. There we go. Okay. That bottle's really good about concealing concealing the, flavor, the smell. The smell, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, it's not bad. It smells decently good. It has a real sweet smell. It does. Dude. It does. Like a. And while we're doing the Spirit of the Week, guys, Fabian happened to bring over, what is it, Saparo? Yeah, uh, Saparo. Saparo. Saparo Premium Beer. Yeah, so this is part of the... All right, so... So this is the thing. So with Saparo, so it's like I told you, I had that, that little Japanese place down from um, from GameStop that I used to drink at, and that's a Fahawa Fanasahi, mm-hmm. right? But before he showed me Asahi, he had showed me two other beers. Um, a Kirin Ichiban. Kirin Ichiban is like a malt liquor type mm-hmm. of beer, but it's still really good. Um, then he showed me Sapporo. Sapporo's like that middle ground. It's just really good light. It, like, it's almost like a light beer. Yeah. And then, of course, the Asahi Super Dry, which was like my favorite one. Um, but the Sapporo, yeah, this, this, this just Japanese dude just chilling, making sushi. He was like, hey, you want beer? I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, cool. Because the deal was, I got one free beer every time I visited. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, um, <clears throat> on his dime. Went to go chill, sat down in front of my sushi chef, my, my sushi chef, and he just, free beer. Yeah, that that'd make me a loyal customer for sure. Oh, it made me a loyal. I mean, I was there day one they had opened, and I was hoping so much they would just last for like a lifetime, and then they were they they were just in a weird spot, I think, which is they just why they didn't get so much traffic because it's mm-hmm. literally right fucking next to Walmart. Um, oh yeah. And it was right next to that GameStop in a weird shopping center, like, off the street. So, um, I just, I feel like that's probably what did it. But, yeah, I was there day one. And then they started slowly dying out. And then COVID hit. And COVID's just, Damn. COVID's what fucking killed it, dude. COVID also killed that fucking Korean barbecue place where you make, you cook your own fucking meat, dude. Oh, yeah. I remember talking about that, yeah. Yeah, that was such a cool experience. And I was like, fuck, man. Finally getting some cool Asian shit. And then COVID <laughs> was like, nah. Fuck no. Yeah. It's all going to die. So, yeah, like two of my favorite Asian restaurants here in town both fucking perished because of COVID. So, thanks, COVID. Yeah. Not even necessarily because of COVID. It's the way fucking the whole government handled everything. So, yeah. 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 Anyways, let's get into the Sapporo. Is it a twist cap? Yeah. No, no, no. no. It's a it's pop cap. Pop so. cap. Ooh, see? Another reason why we have our own bottle opener. Yes, sir. Again, guys, y'all can check out this bottle opener on our uh, merch store. Link in the description below. All right. All right, let's do the uh, Devil's River. It does smell good. Again, it smells sweet. I can't, like, almost, you know what? You know, I've, 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 I've narrowed it down. I know what it smells like. It has a very strong, like almost like a vanilla almost, smell. Almost, yeah, almost a vanilla smell. And the only reason I know that is because I made French toast this morning, and I watched that video on how to make French toast seven times, so that way I didn't fuck it up for Brie. And there, the dude was like, "Oh, you want a splash of vanilla extract, right?" And I happened to look in there. We happened to have some. I was like, "Fuck, did we get this?" <laughs> okay. Needless to say, Brie probably got it. Oh no, she definitely got it. That that's all her. Like. I think I contribute all the spices we have in there. Like I've like the salt and the pepper, the ones you have to like grind up because mm-hmm. I love that shit. Makes me feel fancy. Um, I got garlic salt in there, which I contributed. Season it all, the little fucking the, the oh, season yeah. it all, but with yeah. the, like the little Mexican lady and shit mm-hmm. on there. Yeah, so I got the season it all, and then like the fajita seasoning. Those are like the everything f- else is there. Oh no, and the Tennessee apple butter, the Tennessee apple butter seasoning. I also contributed. The rest of it all hurt. All her spices. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. Happy New Year's. Yeah, happy New Year's, brother. I can feel it in my nose. Yeah. To me, it hit like the back right side of my mouth. Really oh, hard. Oh shit. That is a... It's a hoot in itself. It's not bad. It's not. It's very strong. Yeah, and it's... Fuck, I don't even think it's... Okay, 45% alcohol. This was 45% alcohol. What's your excuse now, bitch? This was 30 bucks. This was $60, and it's from Japan, so... So, yeah, yeah. 30 bucks, though. It's not bad for $30. Oh, I'm sorry. This is 43% alcohol. 
Um. Okay. So Devil's River, just the straight. Uh, what is it? Uh, just bourbon just whiskey. Just a regular bourbon whiskey. Not my favorite, but not not bad at We've all. We've heard. Okay. Let me put it this way: We've had worse whiskeys. Oh yeah, definitely had by worse. by far. And this almost whole year that we've been doing this, we've had worse alcohol. Oh yeah, definitely. It's not smooth, but it has a good flavor profile. It has yeah. very good aroma. It's just very punchy. Yeah, it's. If you want to know you're drinking alcohol but still enjoy the flavor, this is the bottle for you. Right, right, right. See, I, for thirty bucks, it's not a bad one. That second taste actually wasn't punchy at all. Probably because you had the had it the first time. True. Yeah, I know what I'm expecting now. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, that wasn't punchy at all. Definitely will warm you up. Oh yeah. It was good the second time around. It's yeah. even better. Yeah. It's even better the second time. It's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Second time's not bad. Yeah. I'd, I'd give it a four now. I'd give it a solid four. I give it 3.75. It's not quite at a four for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm being a little generous because it's Texas, but. Yeah. Um, four for me, it's good. I don't mind it. I really don't mind having it in my collection. This would probably be a little more regular drink now to have. And we have get togethers and yeah, shit like that. Three point seven five. It's not a bad whiskey. Yeah. It's, this is a, to me. It's a whiskey. Whenever we have people over, whenever everybody's over to, for an event or something, I wouldn't mind cracking this out. It's like, hey guys, drink some whiskey. It's decently good enough to share with people. Yeah. But it's not so high end that where I'm like, oh, I gotta safeguard this with my life kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I'm happy with it. I like it. For Thirty bucks. It's a good bottle. <clears throat> yeah. So Devil's River. Bourbon whiskey, thirty bucks, great bottle. I give it my thumbs up. Yeah, I give it a thumbs up as well. Three point seven five mags. That's fairly fairly decent. All right, now on to Sapporo. Sapporo. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Mmm. Very good. I don't like light beer, but that's pretty good. Yeah, it is very good. Mm, that's yummy. That's good. Just a nice little light beer to drink. Yeah. And they're not expensive. Sapporo's really not that expensive. How much are you looking at for a six pack? For a six pack? Eh. A six pack, probably about eight bucks. Oh, that's not bad at all. Six pack of China is like ten dollars. Yeah, so it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. I might, I might keep a six pack on hand just. People, I don't like heavy beer. I'm on a light beer. All right, here's some Sabaro. Yeah. Dude, you just wait until you try that Asahi, man. That Asahi's mm. something yeah. else, man. Yeah, that's exciting. Exciting stuff. So, Sapporo guys, good beer. Cheap, too. And yep. Devil's River, good whiskey, not expensive. So make sure you guys go check them out. Lots of fun. Tells are good. Absolutely. You guys got to check that shit out. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. And next month, let me see. I'm not sure what we want to do for not next month, next week. What flavors should we do next week for Devil's River? We have coffee, we have the agave, and the barrel strength here right now. Barrel strength we're saving for last, goddamn it. I'm, <laughs> I'm just looking at the like amber cue on it, and I'm just like, uh, that seems scary. Yeah. 
Well, no, we got to save the agave for last because you've had the agave. Yeah, I've had the agave as a sample. Okay, so then agave has to go last. It gives you enough time to kind of forget. Yeah. Fuck. So we'll do the barrel strength second to last? Fuck, yeah, I guess we're doing coffee next week. Yeah, coffee next week and the week in between. Hopefully we'll have that rye whiskey in. I already ordered it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, they do have a rye whiskey, guys. Unfortunately, where we're at in West Texas is not sold anywhere around here. Nope. Yeah, even talked to the dudes at Specs. They looked it up and everything on their computer and shit. And yeah. Closest place is like San Angelo. Or God damn. San Angelo or Abilene. Like, which I could, but I don't want to spend the money on the booze and then money for gas just to buy a bottle. And I doubt I can get away with that for the wife, so... I can get away with ordering it. Oh, trust me. I, I told Brie, I was like, I'm going to take a road trip to go buy Asahi in New Mexico. Because <laughs> that's the closest place that sells it. It's like in Albuquerque. It's like the closest place that sells Asahi before H-E-B got yeah. it. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, Brie, can we go to... Can we go? Can we go? I just, can I get a six-pack? Can I go get a six-pack in New Mexico? She's like, fuck, no, you're not traveling across state lines for beer. I was like, but it's Asahi. <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite beers. So, yeah, man. Um, fuck. I hope that coffee one was good, man. Michelle liked it. She did try that one. She she, she liked tried it. it. She yeah. said it was good. Yeah, she okay. liked it a lot. All right. So there. All right. But all right. With that, guys, we're gonna be moving on to the rest of our topics. It's been a crazy year, guys. It's been a lot of ups and downs, but for us here on the show, we've had. Dude, just think about the alcohols that we've had. <clears throat> okay, from what you can remember, what would be your top five out of all the whiskeys we've had? Out of all the whiskeys? Oh, uh, I mean, out of all the liquors we've had. Out of all the liquors. Ooh. Hoo, hoo, hoo. All right. Well, number one for me. <coughs> number one for me is probably gonna be Ledslingers. Ledslingers. Ledslingers is just it's a fucking it's so good. Yeah. That's why I got it. As as that again as that house when we get this, like, dude, I gotta get him some of this. Like, he fucking love that shit. So Ledslingers. Next would be the Japanese whiskey. Yeah. A Japanese whiskey was very, very fucking good. It was delicious. Um, third would probably be the the, the Boomba. 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 Bamboo. Whatever. Uh, that that was a really good rum. Um, I was fairly inexperienced when it came to rum. Uh, typically the only rum I had ever really had, like Captain Morgan and like, yeah. some fucking Kraken <laughs> so uh the the boom boo was pretty fucking good that stuff was fucking fantastic um the next one it's another rum it'd be that deadhead rum yeah, the deadhead rum really good. liked that deadhead rum it was really fucking good and then number five which is a surprising one for me considering i fucking hate tequila for the most part with, with the exception again with some that i've had now uh that casanoble casanoble yeah. yeah that casanoble was really good yeah, for me, it's hard. It's hard because there's there's some that I kind of want to eliminate from your list. Because okay, so I agree. Yeah, that Les Lingers Fright and Spirit Rye Whiskey, mm, delicious. It's just so good. I'm surprised we haven't finished that bottle yet. It's a it's a commodity, man. It's so fucking good. Like you feel bad for drinking it because yeah, it's so good. You're just like, I don't want to see the bottle. Can I drink this and it not go down yeah, at all? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some, some fucking Doctor Strange shit. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> fucking fills back up. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, all right, so number two for me. Uh, I'm going to kind of be breaking these rules. It's a tie. It's a tie between the Boomba and that Japanese whiskey. Yeah, those are both really good those choices. Those are super good. Yeah. Uh, for number three, 
it would have to be um uh fuck what was it um uh casa noble yeah casa noble was really good casa noble was really good number four would have to be um that apple pie moonshine oh yeah that apple pie moonshine was delicious <laughs> That shit was good. We that got shit was up. really good. <laughs> yeah, we got fucked up on that shit. Oh, um, shit. Number five. Number five would have to be, if I, if I had to narrow it down. Mm. That's hard because I'm looking over here and there's a lot of them that I really like. Yeah. That were really good. Number five, I would have to probably put the aviation gin in there. Really? Yeah. But it's good. I didn't mind drinking it. No, it was good for sure, for sure. Like, I think especially with that month of gin, week after week after week was terrible. It was. Well, the Japanese gin was better, but it wasn't great. Yeah, I mean. But that aviation gin would just, like, seal the deal. Like, all right, this month wasn't a complete waste. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's why I would put that one up there. Um, well, if we hadn't had that aviation gin, I think the month of gin would have been a wash. It would have just been a horrible month. It would have been a horrible month. It saved it. Yeah, the Japanese whiskey would have been... I mean, the Japanese uh, gin would have been the fucking highlight of it all. Yeah. And even then, like, it still wasn't, like, top-notch. It like, was not top-notch. Mm-mm. But I think that's just gin in general, just yeah. the flavor profile. And I think it's because gin's neither one of yours or my thing. No, fuck no. Gin's horrible. Yeah. Gin's I would... Whiskey all day. Yeah. Whiskey, or now at this point, I'm like, I'm, I'm a whiskey and a rum kind of guy. I like rum. Rum's good. <laughs> yeah, rum is good. I like rum. Um, some honorable mentions. That whole month, we did, like... Soju and sake was good. Oh yeah, that was a great. That, month, that was fun. That was fun. Soju sake, that shit was fucking. That's what I was gonna say. Like I'm over here looking at the sake from here. I'm like, man, look at you, you beautiful bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can fucking see the soju bottle back there. I fucking. Mm-hmm. I love soju, dude. I got I got like three bottles of soju in the house, just chilling in the fridge. Just... Dude, you got fucking Michelle hooked on that shit. It's good. Every, dude. every time we go to Specs, she's like, because they moved it. Yeah, they moved it. It's yeah. not in the same spot. She's like, where is it? Where is it? It's yeah. gotta be somewhere around here. I'm like. Ask one of the guys, no, I'm going to find it myself. I'm like, <laughs> don't shoot me, okay? I'm just here. <laughs> and she found it. And she was like, ooh. She, uh, I think it was like the pineapple one. It was one of the flavored ones that she really likes. Yeah. And I was Dude, like, I'll, like, fuck, they're all good. I was like, get one, baby. And she was like, I don't know. Should I get one? I'm like, fuck it, buy a four. Yeah, they're okay. cheap. They're cheap, like fucking $5. And, yeah, like 5 $6 a bottle, man. They're yeah. super cheap. Like I said, I just I love soju so much, dude. Like I keep several bottles on hand. Like if I'm out, I'm going to the store and I'm buying. Yeah, it, it's kind of become her little go-to. Like if if I drink a beer, she'll drink one of her little like mixer drinks, like yeah. Smirnoffs or whatever. But if I have like a shot or something, she will pop open one of those bottles and start drinking that. Yep. And I'm like, I have a shot. You have a whole damn bottle. She's like, but this isn't that strong. <laughs> Hey, I'll sit there and drink like two, three bottles of soju in the stream. Breeze is like, you just got drinking so much. I'm like, say shit. You don't even know what happens on the fucking podcast, okay? We have lots of alcohol. Lots of alcohol. And we say it like, really in retrospect, like we could be drinking a whole lot more. Oh, yeah. We could have finished all those bottles. Dude, what if I made it like that? Like, if we had to finish a bottle for every episode. Oh, Jesus. Just my liver already feels in pain. <laughs> I, just hearing that, I'm like, yo, all right, I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to take yeah. a nap. That makes me want to take a nap. <laughs> if, if it was like that, I wouldn't just be buying the mini ones. The little, little pints. Oh, and I see that, that fucking tequila, the fucking white rabbit one. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, 
And it's funny because that level has not moved since we had since we mm. fucking had it. Mm-hmm. That shit's horrible. It is. It's bad. It's so funny. Okay, man. so all right, all right, so we did our top five ones that we like. Top five ones that we did not like. Top top two off the rip of the fucking tequila, the silver tequilas, off the rip. Those are horrible. Yeah, those are nasty. Um, and. If I could include the whole month of gin in one choice, I fucking probably would. <laughs> with the exception of the aviation and the Japanese, the ja- again the Japanese wasn't uh wasn't the best, but it wasn't it wasn't horrible either. It, it, it to me it was tolerable. Yeah, it was tolerable. Just again, if I could the, those other two gins, I was like Jesus fuck, who put leaves in my alcohol? <laughs> so horrible. Um, what else? What else? What else? Because the tequilas, the... That baseball bat vodka was nasty. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was, like, looking around, I'm like, man, there's some pretty nasty ones in there. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was pretty fucking bad, actually. That, that baseball bat vodka was disgusting. That shit was pretty fucking bad. Um, um, the fucking box set you got of those, like, three whiskeys. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think that, that for <sighs> me, takes top pick of the most disgusting shit we've had. Yeah, that was actually pretty bad. That was terrible. Because those tequilas are bad, but... I wouldn't give a hobo the whiskeys that we had. Those yeah. like box set, I would not give that to a hobo. And again, Brian Stanley, I'm sorry for making y'all go through that. <laughs> <laughs> that was nasty. Um, <clears throat> all right, so wild card. Okay, so for me, the worst ones, yeah, same ones. Uh, the two silver tequilas, the first two gins that we had. I wish I remember the names right now. I'll probably make a little short video after this, guys, of just the tear our top fives. Yeah. Worst and best. And then, um, fuck. Uh, a terrible another terrible one yeah so yeah the two gins the two silver tequilas and that baseball bat vodka all of them were fucking terrible yeah with a special exception for like number zero I would not again as Fabian says not give this to a hobo what was that gift set of whiskeys yeah Ugh. that goes without saying that's just kind of like you don't even that doesn't even need anything to be included in the top five that's just that's a given that so I was thinking they make these little barrels right little aging barrels to put whiskey in or like tequila or whatever and it's supposed to age and make it taste better i thought about getting some of those and we select like a whiskey bad one try to age it more try to age it more and get some more flavor into it because they're already charred the barrels are already charred up and ready to go you just had to add the whiskey and shit to it wow and then you have to let sit for like a week or two or however long I came, I gotta look this stuff I'll up. I let that shit sit for a year. <laughs> I let that shit sit for a year. Okay, uh, wild card. Something you weren't expecting to be good, but turned out good. I wasn't expecting to be good, yeah. but turned yeah, out good. Like some of the ones for me was the uh, the sweet tea infused vodka. I was literally about to say that the sweet tea, because then you were like, "Hey, here's a vodka," and I was like, "Why the fuck is it the color of whiskey?" What yeah. the fuck is yeah. that? It's it, the, the sweet tea vodka, <coughs> the uh, the virus vodka that we had, the one that's in the like in the yeah yeah like the, the last yeah. thing. Um, what were some of the other ones? The uh, the black lines, te- uh, that Texas uh, brown sugar one. It's oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one wasn't bad. That one wasn't bad at all either. Did um, you look at the bottle? I was like, oh god, what the fuck did he just get us into? <laughs> Jesus, fuck, I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, how the fuck was that good? Yeah, actually, it wasn't surprisingly that bad. Oh, it wasn't that bad. 
surprisingly though, the most surprising thing out of all the bottles I have, I do have a bottle we've never opened that I've had since we started the show. Oh jeez. Yeah, I'm just. I don't think it's gonna be good. I just. I don't know why I got it. I don't know why I still have it. Does it scare you? No, it's just Jesse James whiskey. Oh okay. Um, let me see. Oh, you know what? The turkey. The turkey whiskey. Oh yeah, Turkey Tom. Turkey Tom. Yeah. Turkey Tom actually was decently good. Yeah, it was decent. I was like, oh god. This is probably going to be some of the worst whiskey we've ever fucking had. It wasn't bad, but yeah. it's like we said initially, you know, you pay the price point for the nice glass yeah. centerpiece, but you get some okay whiskey with it. Yeah, it's not bad. I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, guys, I think I think we should make a little... Uh, the Knob Creek. Five. The Knob Creek I was really surprised by. Yeah. I'm just looking at it, I'm like, just like the overall like styling of the label, I'm like, that just looks like shit. Yeah. And something about that scares me. But then we had it, and it wasn't that bad. Yeah, well, it's not bad at all. Did yeah. not mind it one bit. So, with that, guys, let us know out of all the episodes y'all have seen or watched or heard us on Spotify or YouTube, let us know which ones y'all think would have been the best ones. Or do y'all have any particular ones that we've tried that, you know, nah, that tastes like shit. Y'all said it tastes good. Y'all have bad taste. Or whatever. You know, however y'all want to go about it, guys, let us know. Comment below. Reach out to us, email, all that stuff. You know, we really appreciate it. It helps break the algorithms, as my good friend Brian will say. We're going to break the algorithms. Break the algorithms. Break through <clears throat> the algorithms is what you're trying to do. Yeah. I have not broken through the algorithm on Twitch, at least I don't think. I don't know. You're getting there. Where you are now. Oh, we've lost some, some subs. Really? Yeah. We haven't streamed in a little bit, just because with the whole thing that had happened on Twitter, it, it really upset Bree, so she's really... Now at this point, she's really scared to market. Oh, really? She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to get banned. Um. So it's like, fuck. So, yeah, I don't know. I might try to stream tonight. I'm not sure, dude. I'm fucking tired. I might. I might not stream. I might just fucking yes. try to go to bed early and just sleep. Man, I'm so fucking tired. So we stayed up so late because of Cloud. Because you know he got sick and everything, and I think we were up to like six, making sure he was okay. Damn. Yeah. And then yesterday he kind of started perking up after they got some fluids in him and all that stuff at the the vet. Mm-hmm. It uh, it helped him. It definitely helped him. It just you know they gave him some Benadryl and stuff, and they gave him some anti nausea meds so he wouldn't throw up. He yeah. could, like, eat a little bit. So he's he's getting better. He's probably about seventy percent strength right now. So that's good. But it, it scared me because like my cat's normally a dick. He's normally like, super insane crackhead running around the fucking house like the house is on fire <laughs> yeah no we, I'm talking normally I could fucking fuck with his head and he'll like try to bite me mm-hmm. scratch me play with me nothing his favorite little toy we just got him a little little thing for his like little fucking fish one or whatever thing be fucking with him so it looks like a little moth. Mm-hmm. And he fucking went insane the first time he saw it. He was like, fuck it, let's play with that shit right now. Let's play with it right now. So he'd been going crazy for that. Like, literally every night, but like when we're going to sleep, he pulls that toy out and like goes and lays it on one of our sides of the bed and like tries to wake us up. Yeah. Okay, play with me. <laughs> play with me. I want to play with this <laughs> toy. So he didn't do any of that shit, dude. And it scared the fuck out of me. Literally, okay. he just laid on the edge of the bed. Like, that first night when he got the, the when he had had the vaccinations, um, I put my, I, for some reason, I put my fucking jacket on the bed, and he just, like, went and laid on my jacket and would not move. 
I tried to move the jacket. I was like, here, no, just lay down on the cover. And he got really upset. He was like, started like kind of meowing. He's like, no. So I just like flattened it out. And then he just like laid right back down on top of it. He only wanted to be on that. So like, I was like, it was really upset me, man. I was like, man, dude, fucking nothing better happen to my fucking cat, goddammit. <laughs> I was pissed. But I don't know, man. I haven't been scared like that in a while. I was like, man, I don't want nothing to happen to this fucking cat, dude. So, but he's better now, so that's, that's good. Getting sick of sucks. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So what that's like, guys, I looked up some uh, facts about New Year's I thought I'd share with you guys. Some crazy, dude, I was reading through this a little bit. Some crazy traditions that other countries have. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, the very first thing it pulls up is the very first uh, New Year's celebration took place back in 2000 B.C. I was like, God damn, two, 4,000 years of this shit. Uh, blah, blah, blah. January 1st wasn't the first. Was never uh, New Year's Eve at first. Blah, blah, blah. Of course, duh. Uh, Romans used to celebrate New Year's on March 1st. Yeah, kind of weird back in the day. Uh, on New Year's Eve, many people from sections of the United States eat black-eyed peas as they believe that they will bring good luck for the incoming year. I've heard that before. I think my, my grandparents... And my parents, like when I was like yelling, used to do that. <clears throat> I remember they used to eat those on New Year's Eve, and I fucking—they're disgusting. It's like it's like eating a bean with dirt inside of it. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Fucking horrible. It's nasty. Yeah. I don't know where that tradition came from, but it's kind of stupid. It's fucking horrible. Uh, there's another one. It's called. It's a tradition from the Stoian Stoian practice where people eat seven, nine, or twelve meals. On New Year's Eve, believing that the food will give them the strength and the means to get through the next year. I can't eat that much. I know, it's a lot. It's a lot. Seven, it's a lot of food. You said seven, nine, or twelve mils? Seven, nine, or twelve mils. Holy fuck. How do you eat that much? That's a lot. That's a lot. Like, I could eat a lot, but god damn, that's a lot. Like, after one, like, good meal, I'm fucking done. Bro. Yeah, I'm like fucking... a good chunk of the day. Yeah, just and just depending, man. Like time of day. Like if I eat something, then it's like I'm already tired. Then I eat it. Like, I'm, I'm like, fuck no, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> fuck, man, I'm trying to go to sleep. Oh yeah, like is it just kind of weird stuff that people fucking do around here? That's uh, weird. Let's see, in Denmark, people throw dishes at the doorstep of other people's homes. The meaning behind this tradition is that it will bring many new friends to the owner of those doorsteps. This tradition is followed. In, this tradition followed anywhere else, though, would likely end up in a quarrel. Uh, somebody throw some dishes at my front door. I'm shooting them. Yeah. Wait, what? Why? Why throw dishes at somebody's fucking, fucking door? Hey! Psh, happy New Year! <laughs> what the fuck? That would be so fucking weird. Another custom followed by Denmark is making an evening meal named. I'm not going to try to pronounce that. Some weird ass K R A N S E K A G E. That's the other fuck that spell. Oh, right there. Kansakis. Kranz. Kranz. That's Kranzege. Kranzege is what it looks like. Denmark. Y'all weird. In this tradition, they prepare a dessert, which is cone-shaped cake and is decorated with flags and fireworks. How, you, how do you eat it? Yeah. Just wait for the fireworks to die out, I guess. I guess so. 
Uh, Spanish people eat exactly 12 grapes, no more, no less, on the 31st of midnight. While eating grapes, they make wishes to their god. Many followers following this tradition believe that they will bring them good luck in the coming year. In Japan, on the occasion of the New Year's, bells are rung 118 times on Buddhist temples around the country. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Greek people hang onions from the doors on New Year's Eve as a tradition. They do it with a belief that it will bring good luck for the children. You know, a lot of it is like for good luck in the next year. Yeah. I'm like some of these are kind of weird. Like the whole Denmark thing was kind of weird. Which one? Throwing plates or eating cone-shaped firework cake? Throwing plates. Throwing plates. That that one was a weird one. I'm like, why? Why throw fucking plates at somebody's house? Or what if you miss hit the window? Not everybody got a good arm. <laughs> or what if, like, you throw it and, like, they go to open the door because they see people outside and you get smacked with a fucking dish oh, in the face? Shit. Like, what the fuck? Strike somewhere. Yeah, there's another one. Um, you might like. Uh, when we think of Japan, the first thing that come, that strikes our minds is noodles. I don't know why. I think Japan, I think anime. But, all right. I think JDM cars. Yeah, true. For you, yeah. On the New Year's Day, Japanese eat long noodles with the belief that it will bring a long life. Well, it probably fucking works. Those fuckers live forever. Yep. They are actually the number one in the entire world. They have the oldest society, meaning, like, I think it's something like 60 to 70% of their population are above the age of like 60 to 70 years old. They yeah. have like a, what you would call an aging society. There's more old people than there are young people being born. Yeah. And that's a bad thing. Yeah, that is a bad thing. Unique oil that help them repopulate. Do what? <laughs> <laughs> For the betterment of society. Okay, here in the U.S. we have the Rose Bowl tradition. It's a parade. It's a parade under the tradition eight okay yeah eighteen million flowers are on the exhibit. Why I have no fucking fuck idea. Why? Why you need so many flowers for the I don't year? Know, just so for fucking flowers, bro. I guess so. Times Square tra- uh, follows the tradition of the New York ball. We all seen a ball drop in New York. Yeah, it's viewed by zillions. That's how they write it down here. By zillions, <laughs> zillions of, people of people around the world. There, are, there is only like eight billion people on the earth. But it's viewed by zillions of people. Yeah, yeah. We 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 uh we broadcast, you know, not just internationally, but we broadcast as well uh, intergalactically. All right. The aliens be watching that shit. What are you looking at? Looking at some more weird shit about New Year's. Um, all right, so looking back, you know, in 2022, I was looking up a bunch of different stuff. I did not hear about this story until I was looking it up. What? One of the top stories of crazy shit that's happened in the last year was a little local story. I can't remember where it said it was. This lady had to get be rescued by 10 firefighters in an outhouse. Like, it, didn't, it did not catch on fire. This is what the report said. She fell face first into the hole of the outhouse <gasps> after trying to retrieve her phone. Oh, that sucks. I would, I would have just left the phone. Nope. Yep. That sucks. 
She went face first into that hole. Of she must have had some nudes on there or something. She didn't want someone to see or find. Probably. She, God damn. She like, probably ran her OnlyFans through that phone or probably something. Probably like, oh, there goes all my fucking shit out. Yeah, but the fact of being rescued by like 10 firefighters. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure like two or three could have handled pulling her out. Yeah. Why do they need 10? I don't try with those firefighters. Like, bro, check this fucking shit out. Check this shit out. <laughs> <She got this. laughs> this dumb bitch. <laughs> Yeah, like, I get, you know, I have dropped my phone in the toilet before, thank God, there was no stuff happened beforehand, but <laughs> I have dropped my phone in the toilet before once ever in my life, and that bitch went straight into rice and hand sanitizer. But, yeah, no, like. Not an outhouse, man. That's, nah. that's, uh, nah, fuck no. Absolutely not. I can't even imagine myself using an outhouse. Like, yeah, I've had to take crap outside before yeah. when I was hiking and shit. No, I get, no, I don't know. I don't know. Kind of, I guess it's kind of a Marine Corps thing. It's just like, like, you ever, like, you're like, you ever jacked off on a fucking in a porter shitter? No. Oh, I guess that's just a fucking Marine Corps thing. Does <laughs> <laughs> that uh, like the smell help, like, erotic or something? No. Sometimes it's all you, you're just like, I'm trying to push. You know, your privacy. I'm just, I'm just trying to bust a nut. <laughs> His porter shitter's all I got. <laughs> the only, like, private Like, the inside of, like, a porter shitter, like, in the Marine Corps, like, when they're on installations and bases and things like that, like, first off, the things that are written inside of those. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely fucking insane. Like, it makes, like, bathrooms in a club look like fucking child's play. I will say, there is an obscene amount of dicks all over the fucking place. Oh, like, you got sure. flying penises, you got penis unicorns, you got penis narwhal, uh, penis cakes, uh, penis fighting penises, like, boxing, like, you draw arms on the penises, but they're boxing each other. I've seen penises like the, the fighting... The nuts and shit. Know, I've seen penises fighting other penises with, like, lightsaber penis sword things, <laughs> like... The amount of time, and some of these things you're sitting there taking a shit, right? And you're just like, how the fuck did you have this amount of time to draw this? Holy fuck, it's a dick mural. It's a dick mural. That's what it is. It's a fucking giant dick mural. Holy fuck, man. You're right, like, so-and-so would be like, oh, yeah, fuck Sar- Sergeant so-and-so's wife. And then someone would be like, yeah, yeah, me too. It's just, <laughs> Jesus fucking face, man. <laughs> oh, man, so, yeah, I would never... In a million years, hop into a. I the phone's gone. It's it's gone after that. I give, yeah. I give a fuck. And I I mean in part I kind of get it because these phones are so fucking expensive. Yeah. Like these phones are but, literally like I think the most expensive iPhone right now. Um, I could probably go and look it up on AT and T, uh, and it's gonna be like, like thousand at least. Yeah. No, it's gonna be more than that. Yeah. Probably. You probably. You're probably looking at. Like just uh, without all their deals, like if you just bought a phone, it'd be about twelve hundred dollars. Jesus. Yeah, and it's like fucking Christ. I could buy an AR pistol for that amount, and mm-hmm. and kind of dress it up a little bit. Yeah, I bought my phone unlocked through Amazon for a hundred bucks. Had free activation with uh, Patriot Mobile. I think so all together, I paid one hundred and fifty dollars for that first month with this phone, That's including bad. the carrier and everything. Yeah, see, I, I pay monthly for this phone. Fuck that, I could not do that shit. 
I'm I could not, not do that. Show. Well, see, prior to prior to the because the only reason I even got this phone is because I had to get it. Yeah, it's a phone that I had before the charging port was fucking up. Outside of that, if that charging port hadn't been fucking up, I'd probably still have that phone. Yeah. So it's like just like I literally only got it. Like I, when I get these phones, they last me four, five, six, seven years. Before I have to replace as long it. As can, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just like natural wear and tear is what yeah, because I keep the shit in an otter box, you know what I'm saying? I don't fucking have it in one of those like little cheap fucking flimsy cases. I pay like a hundred bucks for this case. Damn. Just to make sure you know it's fucking safe and good. So Yeah, I think yeah, I think my, my otter box is pretty expensive too. Yeah. It's worked out pretty well. I just kept my phone alive. Because Lord knows I dropped my phone a lot. Yeah. Yeah, much. So check this out, right? <clears throat> I know that we have our own podcast, but yeah, you know, contrary to popular belief, I do listen to other podcasts. Oh yeah, it does. So, do I. <laughs> so check this out. So I didn't know this. So the guy who plays the Punisher, uh, John mm-hmm. Bernthal, I can't fucking say his goddamn yeah, name. Yeah, he's on show. Yeah, he's his own podcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't fucking know that. I didn't know that until I happened to be scrolling through my my YouTube feed, and he was on with Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. and then there he was talking about how he had interviewed Shia LaBeouf. And I was like, what the fuck's that? I'm going to watch that. And that's like a two-hour interview. And John's whole thing is he's like, you know, I don't like to have actors on Mm -hmm. my podcast. He's like, I don't want to be the actor that's interviewing other actors. There are already plenty of podcasts that do that. And he's like, I just want to keep my shit real. And listening to that podcast (laughs) with him and Shia LaBeouf, dude, dude, that shit was real. That was probably one of the – because like, okay, so everyone knows that like – Openly, outwardly, Shia LaBeouf's had, he's like, over the past, like, 10 years, he's had some crazy shit go on. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, bunch of rumors, like, he, like, you know, he was doing drugs. Um, apparently, I learned something, but apparently he had, you know, gotten to a physical altercation with the woman he was with. Mm-hmm. I think he put hands on her. Um, and, you know, he got into that fucking fight with that cop in Georgia. I remember seeing yeah. the video for that one. I was like, God damn, God damn it, Shia, come on, man, chill. <laughs> But um, he just hearing him talk and, and hearing him, I don't know, man, because he was making a lot of really good points that I think that I, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to address. It is not even it has nothing to do with the new year, but I, I think it it's something I just <clears throat> I wanted to address because he was talking about how um, you know when you as a man right as a man you you tend to kind of dress things up in a way like okay so if we're in a group if we're you and me right we're in a group we're you know 10 people in a room five men five women the things i'm going to say to you with a group of just 10 men is going to be different than what i say in front of a woman yeah you know we tend to kind of um water things down i guess in a way Mm -hmm. or change things in a way that you know you know what I'm saying? Kind yeah, of, uh, to avoid the drama. Yeah, you know, and he was talking about how, you know, he couldn't get better until he was, like, in a group of men. He was able to f- kind of open up about certain vulnerabilities that you don't want to open up. Because he was talking about how, and I guess in a way I kind of was the same way for a long time. I was in this mindset that every woman that I was with, she was the one. Mm-hmm. There was no, there's, there's gonna be another one. He's like, nope, this girl's the one. This then I'll be all, and a lot of that has to do with insecurities. A lot of that has to do with, um, just overall fear. I guess as a, not even as a man, but as a boy, because like you, you, this a like that, 
that whole thing of you know you're you're a little boy and you just want that love you just want that that endless like just unconditional love you know what i'm saying and you're like seeking that so like every relationship you go into you go into like thinking that way Mm -hmm. and you wind up fucking everything up oh yeah and it's just crazy because you know not trying to downplay when a woman gets gets hurt by a man it's a bad thing oh yeah but there's really nowhere for the guy to go to correct himself because most of the time it's like fuck that guy he's a piece of shit fuck him fuck him fuck him fuck him you know what i'm saying and um you know like okay if something were to happen between you and michelle which i know it wouldn't you know i know Mm -hmm. you never put your fucking hands on her but if it were i wouldn't turn around and be like fuck you nathan you're not my Mm -hmm. friend like fuck you dude fuck you you're a piece of shit I would sit you down. I'd be like, dude, what? The, I would, I would give it to you real. I'd yeah. keep it as real as I could. I'd be like, hey man, what the fuck is going on with you? Yeah. Like, talk to me. Like, why the fuck? Like, why? Why would you do that? Like, what happened? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it'd be my responsibility as a man <clears throat> to make sure that you didn't do it again. Like, talk to you and be like, hey man, like, the fuck, don't mm-hmm. do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know I fucking love you, but don't, don't be fucking yeah, stupid. Don't, don't fucking do that. And yeah. <sighs> We don't have a lot of that in this society. And no, it, we don't. Well, what really brings it up is, you know, we talked about that, you know, the whole covenant thing. And I just, I think as men, we're failing each other. As men, and just overall in society, as men, we're failing each other. We're failing ourselves as men in a lot of different regards. You know what I'm saying? Uh, spiritually. Um, because what makes a man isn't, it isn't the... Uh, it isn't. I mean, yes, a man needs to provide for, provide and be a protector, but you also have to be like the moral compass and the um, that you have to uphold certain principles if you want to be a man, mm-hmm. and you know, teach other men around you how to be men if they don't have that guidance, or if you have children, more importantly, teach them how to have certain morals. If you have boys, teach them how to be men. If you have girls, teach them how to be independent from men. How mm-hmm. to be strong for themselves, so that way they don't always have to rely on somebody else. But uh, yeah, just hearing all that fucking shit, dude, it fucking tripped me up, man. Dude, I'm telling you, it's 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 a whole fucking pandemic that's never addressed. Yeah, you know, like especially with this new job I'm at, you know, a lot talk to a lot of guys, especially one of the guys there, you know. I mean, he's cool. He's really cool. I want to have him on the show. And we're having these conversations. We're getting into real deep, all sorts of conspiracy theory type shit. Yeah. And then one day he came in and, like, from what I've known of him so far and talking to him, like, he seemed off. It seemed like something was bothering him. What do you mean? Like, it just, like, his demeanor and everything was, like, there, there, there's a difference between, fuck, I don't want to be at work, to where, fuck, something's bothering me. Yeah, okay. There, there's yeah, a yeah. whole different to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, if you don't want to be at work, that's fine. Everybody gets like that all the time. You know, yeah, like, fuck, yeah. I don't want to do this fucking shit. You don't pay me enough for this uh, shit. Yeah, you ain't fucking lying. But this demeanor was different. I was like, and I had asked him too while we were working. I was like, bro, you good? You're right. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I was like, okay. And I didn't, I really didn't believe him. Yeah. But I was like, no, I'm not going to press it. I'm not going to press it right now. It's not the time because we're at work. It's not the time. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and, and it's one of those things you can't, it's like that old saying, you can't, you can lead a horse yeah. of water, you can't make a drink. Yeah. 
So I had texted him after work that day. I said, hey, man, you sure you're good? You're all right? And he never texted me back. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm sure he's dealing with some shit. I'm trying to leave it alone. The next day, he came into work, and he was like, bro, I didn't realize I was putting it off that I was that bothered. I was like, yeah, bro, like you had me concerned. I was worried about you. And he's like, yeah, man. And he ended up telling me what was going on for yeah. the most part. And then uh, I was like, all right, man, I understand. That shit sucks, bro. But I'm trying to take it day by day. And we talked about it for a little bit. And I was like, man, if you didn't talk, bro, just come talk to me. And uh, he was like, yeah, just, I don't know, just didn't feel like talking to anybody. Like, I get that, you yeah. know, but like, but you can't let your pride get in your way of reaching out for help when you need it. Yeah. Like, yeah. even if it's just for a talk or just a bullshit or to vent, come and reach out, bro, talk. I was like, I ain't going to fucking judge you. I ain't going to post it to anybody. I ain't going to say shit to nobody. It's nobody's business but yours and mine. Yeah. I was like, if you want to come on the show and talk about it then, and, you know, drink some beers and cry it out, go for it, bro. I ain't yeah. going to fucking judge you. I don't give a fuck if people comment and start talking shit about you. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I think though, also, because I mean, I don't, I don't really think a lot of people are cut out to help people. No, get the nut. Fucker. Um, I think you you have to have you you yourself have to have gone through some shit. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, I'll I'll be honest. You know, uh, shit. Even when me and Bree were first together, and prior to that. You know, I, I, I'm not going to lie, man. Most of my life, I've been a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I've been a fucking huge piece of shit. Um, I've cheated I've cheated on a lot of women I've been with. I've cheated on a lot of them. Um, and just, I've just been a fucking horrible human being. A piece of shit, dude. Like, like, I, and I guess I kind of, I kind of always, that just, I kind of fed into that, you know, since I was a kid. Um just being that piece of shit Mm -hmm. and instead of letting it bother me i just kind of more or less took it and used it as like an armor like oh you know instead of like oh i'm the piece of shit i'm so sad i like took it and put it on like a jacket and i was like yeah that's right i'm a piece of shit fuck you yeah you know and uh you know it's crazy because you know one of our mutual friends um d he used to uh He's he's always telling me like, dude, oh man, dude, I wish I could be like you, like you know. I'm like, man, you don't want to be like me, man. I'm a fucking piece of shit, dude. Like you do yeah. better than me. And uh, but you now he was always looked up to that, and I always fed into that. That always fed into my like, I guess my own ego. Like, yeah, like it's cool to be a piece of shit. Yeah, you know, like fuck everybody. I don't care about myself. I only care about myself. You know, the rest of the world can fucking burn for all I give a fuck. And um, even with this amazing woman I'm with now, you know. Um, when we first got together, I was doing pretty stupid fucking things, and I wasn't being a good man to her. And almost losing her, I think, is what got, had to kind of help push me in us having those uncomfortable conversations. I think as a man, it's a really hard thing to have those uncomfortable conversations, especially like if you're not trying to head in that way and be mature and be a better man. Um, it's hard to have those uncomfortable conversations, especially with somebody that you're intimate with, because... You kind of feed that. You feed your own fear of well, if we have this some conversation and she doesn't like the way that the conversation's going, she'll leave me. Oh yeah. Or you know, hey, if like one of the things I fucked up with was when we first got together, I lied about my kids mm-hmm. because most of my life, try, just trying to find somebody who was willing to accept the fact that. I had three kids with three different women. That's that's a hard thing to break. Oh yeah, that's a hard sell. You know, that's it's a it's an even harder sell when it's just like, yeah, I have three kids with three different women and I have an ex wife. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking baggage. Yeah. 
That's not that's not even baggage anymore, man. I'm I'm carrying around more than just a suitcase. And, and I think it's it's also how people make you feel about it too. Because I remember when I first got with Michelle, they was telling like family and friends about her. And they're like, yeah, I really, I really like this girl. This and that. We're doing this. We're hanging out. I love hanging out with her and her kids. Her kids? How many kids has she got? She got four. Nah. Dude, that's a lot of fucking kids, bro. You sure you want to fucking take responsibility for all that shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, and I got two of my own, and I'm paying child support out the ass. Like, right. I got baggage too. Yeah. And like, yeah, but no, it did play in mind. I was like, damn, do I, do I, yeah, do I really want to be responsible for four other children when I'm struggling right now as it is for myself? Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? And then I was like, you know what? I had to, had to have a sit-down moment with myself and, like, really talk to myself. But, like, you know what? This girl seems worth it. She seems like a great thing. And then these kids are not little hooligans. Because I met them when they were, like, a bit, quite a bit younger than they are now, of course. Yeah. And, yeah, they were very respectful, very kind, very, you know. Yeah. You know, they weren't little spawns of Satan's and shit. Which a testament to her, you know. She started raising her kids, right? Yeah. And I was like, you know what? And, and I... Told myself, you know, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be good. And, yeah, there's sometimes these kids get on my fucking nerves. But, you know, I can't lie whenever I enjoy playing games with them. Yeah. With the boys, you know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With the boys yeah. playing Call of Duty. And speaking of Call of Duty, we've been playing the shit out of that. You know, yeah, I bet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a story for later. Um, you know, or, like, the youngest one, he... All day yesterday, we went to a wedding. We had a bunch of shit we had to do yesterday, and we had the, the little ones with us, too. Yeah. And every time he was getting out of the car, he's like, what's up, my best buddy? <laughs> I was like, what's up, my best buddy? Give me a hug. And he's like, you my best buddy? I was like, yeah, you're my best buddy. And I'd just be in a goofball with him. Or, like, when our daughter, she, you know, she's autistic. So she's seven, but with, like, the mind of a three-year-old. Yeah. You know, she wants to just, when she's tired, all she wants to do is cuddle up with me. Yeah. She'd fuck Michelle, fuck everybody else. She just wants to cuddle up with me. But, and see, I, and then that's that's one thing I'm curious about. So, like, you being, I guess, I guess, yeah, like a stepfather. Like yeah. a step, stepfather figure. Like, when y'all started approaching the relationship, how did you think that, like, how did that make you feel? Like, hey, you know, I'm not necessarily the father, but how do I, how did you take that approach to being the stepfather? You know what I'm saying? Because that's a, that's a difficult situation to navigate. Because yeah. they're not your blood kids, but you're going to be in a uh intimate relationship with this woman that you're you know well at which now at this point you're going to be spending the rest of your life with but at that point you didn't know that so how do you navigate that as you know it, it being what it was or what were the challenges that you you mm-hmm. faced what it, were the challenges you it, faced? it was a lot more of um you know if you need help with the kids let me know you know i'll be there for you i'll get your back kind of thing yeah i was like um and like our, our first trip together before we even started dating, we went to Oklahoma City. It had a hotel and shit paid for my job. They had a pool there. The kids wanted to go swimming. None of them knew how to swim. None of them knew how to swim. And I was like, I can teach them how to swim. I'm not the best swimmer. I kind of don't really like to swim, but I know how to. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just, dude, I spent all that time in the pool. Granted, I'm with this girl that I'm interested in, but I spent almost no time with her at this pool. I spent the time with the kids teaching them how to swim. And, like, that's all I did. And then even she would tell me, too, she's like, I remember that time in the pool. She's like, I started falling for you then because you cared about the kids. Well, yeah, I mean. You... And, then, and, like, and then how I took it was nobody taught me how to swim. I went to the pool with 
our mutual friends. Yeah. And they knew how to fucking swim, and I didn't know. And I was like, I better fake this shit until I figure it out. Right. And I didn't want them to go through the same shit I went through because I, I felt super embarrassed trying to hold on to the ledge. But I'm like, fuck, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm going to fucking drown. <laughs> I didn't want them to go through I wanted them to be able to <coughs> hold their own in the pool with whoever friends they have yeah. in the future, even if this was the last time I saw them. I want them to get something out of it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted somebody to teach me how to fucking swim. Shit, even if they just kicked me in the pool and said, kick around. You something. Right? Yeah, something. So, like, I took that initiative with them. And, like, the fact that these kids are always wanting to learn more stuff. And, like, the, the two boys, they still don't call me dad. Well, yeah. They don't call me dad. They call me Nathan. Yeah. Which is fine. You know, I told her, they they refer to me. Now they get to the point where they will refer to me as dad if I'm not in the room. Yeah. But they won't call me dad. They have occasionally here and there. And I'm not going to lie. It's kind of my kryptonite with these boys. Yeah. Like well, the the second oldest one, he was like, "Dad, can we go to GameStop? I want to buy a game." I was like, oh, "I was tired. I was exhausted. I was ready to go home." I was like, "All right, we're going to GameStop." <laughs> Where's the closest GameStop? What do you want? Anything you want? I'll buy you anything. <laughs> yeah, that was my crib tonight. Um, I can't let them. Well, that, I mean, and the thing is, but like the two younger ones, right off the bat, bro, they started calling me dad. Almost like maybe a couple weeks into it, they started calling me dad. And I was like, all right. Well, like the youngest one, uh, Dom, he wasn't speaking yet. He was still a baby. Yeah. But uh daughter, she, she took to me real quick. And which, like, all her family was telling me, like, she didn't, at that age, she did not like anybody. Yeah. She was like, mom, that's it. Everybody else leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. But me, I came around, and she was like, cling to me immediately. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll take that as a good sign, I guess. And Yeah, yeah, that's, that's always a good sign, man. And then, uh. It, it was never really a big issue. Like, after that initial talk of, like, man, my, I'm really getting in with a woman with four kids from two separate baby daddies. Yeah. And then, like, I would ask, you know, where, where's the dad's dad, this and that. And same story for both. Fucking druggy hooligans. Yeah. You know, and I was like, well, that sucks. And I even told her when it comes to, like, their birthdays and stuff, especially for the youngest one. I was like, if you want to, you can invite the dude. You yeah. can invite him, you know, and... He can come by if, if he wants to put in the effort to be in these kids' lives. And all right, fine, cool. And I'm like, I'm not gonna deny him that. But if he wants to try to overstep his bounds where you're not feeling comfortable with it, I'll kick his ass out. Right. Like I don't care who he is. And like <coughs> with the older boys, they know who their dad is. And like, um, but they want nothing to do with him. Yeah. They want absolutely nothing to do with him. And when we first started dating, she was living with her mom, and he he would go by there, knock on the door, and like try to see them and shit. Yeah. And if I was there, I'm like, do y'all want to see him? They're like, no. I'm like, all right. Until dude kick rocks. I'm like, deuces, bro. I don't know. It, it, it was a challenge at first. Stop. Oh, there he goes. For like a split second. Yeah, as I was saying. Sorry, guys. I think I stepped on the wire. I think I stepped on the wire. <laughs> Shit. Um, it's... Um, it's not, not not as much of a challenge as I thought it was going to be. There are the ups and downs of it. Um, no, yeah. Especially I mean, when they get sick a lot. Well, I mean, I think that's just parenthood in general. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to be a challenge no matter what. Yeah. Um, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, I bet it is, man. But, you know, I'm, I'm really... It's, it's just the whole concept was really interesting. So I think it's it's really cool. You know what I'm saying? Like how you were able to kind of you know insert yourself into that situation and then... Um, you know, fucking just take take full advantage of it. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. bet that's probably one of the best feelings in the world. You know, when yeah. they call you dad and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, it is. Know? It does feel really good. That's why I say it's my kryptonite with yeah. the boys. I'm like, oh, they 
<laughs> but um you know I, I don't know man I, I guess my whole point to all this is just like you know just trying to be better men you know yeah. what I'm saying I think Breeze really helped me go in that direction I, I haven't noticed that I have noticed that it's we've known each other a long long time and yeah I'll never lie to you you were a piece of shit oh yeah you no. were definitely a piece of shit for a long time and I've noticed that as the years go by with you and Bree, you've become a lot more. You've always been genuine, but you've become more genuine in the sense of like good. Yeah, yeah. Like you actually care more about you know people around you and like your covenant. You care more about them now than you did before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and before again, like I said, my whole mindset was you know the world can fucking burn. The rest of the whole world can fucking burn. I don't give a fuck. And it was a bad. It's a bad mindset to have as a man. Oh yeah, it's a really bad mindset to have as a man. You know, you kind of turning your back on everybody, um, and burning bridges and hurting people. You know, regardless of, of what happens, it's a bad fucking thing to do. And you know, it's just, it is what it is now. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't change the fucking past. I've done the bad things I've done, but um, you know, definitely trying to be a better man now because it's. Something that I, I just, I, I want to aspire to be a better man for her. I may not necessarily be this, you know, upstanding Christian man that she wants, but um, I can still be an upstanding man without having to be a Christian. Dude, so this wedding we went to yesterday was a <coughs> Catholic church. Oh, that's fun. Oh, so annoying the whole time. Yeah, I fucking bet, dude. Oh, I started man. falling asleep. Yeah, I was about to say, did you, did you get to that point where you almost fell asleep? Dude, I was like, <laughs> our daughter fell asleep. Luckily, it wasn't super packed, so, like, you know, she was able to, like, lay down in the pew mm-hmm. on my wife's leg and she fell asleep. Yeah. And I was laying there like this, bro. I was, I was doing the full death sleep. And I'm like... Yep. <laughs> I was falling asleep. Then they were like, everybody stands so we can pray. Everybody kneels so we can pray. You may be seated. All right, everybody stands. So I'm like, shut the fuck up! Yeah, man. Like, you make me stand up one more time, I'm going to in the fucking knee. I fucking hated that shit. So... I grew up Catholic. I and hate the Catholic shit. Like every, you know, before that you, shit's a cult, bro. Before you go and you know sit in the pew, you got to fucking you know do the Father Son the whole yeah. fucking thing. You get in there, and then you stand up, and you do this, you know, and you go pray, and you just sit down, then you sit down, then you kneel, then you go from sitting to kneeling, sitting to kneeling, stand, kneel, stand, sit down. Sit. There's a whole goddamn fucking dude. Yes, core, was... just aerobics, just like goddamn man. <laughs> so uh, they're like, okay, so like. I was wearing my hat. I was wearing my hat when we went in there. I'm wearing my hat. And I forgot Catholics have a thing. You can't wear a hat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so we got this little stupid. I mean, like, I didn't even get a full step into this church. So fucking lady, hey, you need to take your hat off. I'm like, all right. Take my hat off. Whatever. As soon as the service is over, inside, inside the little fucking lobby, I put my hat back on. Yep. Like, fuck, fuck you, bitch. You fucking need a dick. Uh that's why I was like, like when we go to church, we go to like a non-dominational church. We're gonna wear the fuck we want. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, dude, half the time I see people in there with like Slipknot t-shirts on and shit. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. Um, I remember like I remember something like this at church. I'm people, sure they'd be fine people, with it. People would be like, oh no, dude. People at Catholic church, yeah, they might be freaking out. People look uncomfortably at this shirt. A lot of people do. They look and they're fucking I'm just like, yeah, that's cool, right? That's cool, right? That's cool, right? <laughs> that's pretty fucking neat, right? I, just, I think that domination church wouldn't give a fuck. Oh, no. Because, so me and Bruce started going. We, we, I was trying to go back to church, right? I was trying to go 
to see the church shit. So we started going to this place uh, as a Texas worship center, TWC. And um, initially, like, so I like the pastor there. The pastor, he's pretty fucking funny. I like, you know, the way he talks and explains shit. You know what I'm saying? He's not, like, up there like, hey, if you fucking heathens aren't in the fucking church, you're going to fucking burn in hell. No, he's up there telling stories. Yeah. Trying to make you laugh. Like, so overall, like, he's just a pretty pretty solid dude, right? And some of the shit's weird when he's talking about, oh, I was in the study prayer and I started speaking in the tongue and the whole, like, whatever kind of fucking tongue. Like, the, the ancient tongue. I'm just like, man, are you sure? Someone didn't slip an edible on your shit. Because let me tell you, man, I've been there. And what you're experiencing seems a lot like eating some fucking edibles, bro. We can have a talk about this. I'm just letting you know. But um, it just it felt weird at certain points. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it just, I don't know, man. It's like, we tried to go to church with Katie. Katie goes to that church on the rock place. That shit felt like a cult to me. I didn't Dude, like it. Dude, yeah. I didn't so like it. I, I, used to, I used to go to that one. A friend of mine in, I think, middle school, a lot of their family went to that church. I'm like, hey, you want to come to church? You want to come to church? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Fuck it. I don't want to be home anyway. Right. So I'll go to church. Dude, okay, so I used to like, I want to be a musician. I'm going to write music and all this other shit. Yeah. I, I listened to a lot of like sad-ass fucking death metal shit and everything Man, too. we all So I was writing sad-ass fucking yeah. lyrics and like wanting to commit these horrible sins and shit. Yeah. And I stayed the night with one of them, like at yeah. their house, or like their family. I went to go take a shower. These motherfuckers went through my bag, found my journal, and read these lyrics and shit that I wrote, oh, and Jesus thought Christ. I was a Satanist and kicked me out. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" See, that's where you and I are different. In high school, I was a Satanist, hardcore dude. I fucking I, I was had, just trying to write music. No, see, I walked around. I had a I, uh, so. When I got arrested in high school for that stupid shit with that fucking sword, um, when the cops went through my bag, I had a Necronomicon and I had a fucking satanic Bible. And the dude was like, see, this is what's wrong with all you little motherfuckers. Well, I get my little motherfucker. She's like, you need some Jesus, motherfucker. And I was just like, fuck you, bitch. I'll Satan, motherfucker. <laughs> so, you know, and he was just like, why? Why did you turn to the devil, son? You know, and I'm just like, why the fuck would I turn to God? God just showed me nothing. God has shown me nothing, man. Fuck you, man. No, God God is merciful. God is this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, God's merciful. Cool. Well, maybe he'd take me out of the home that my mom is beating the shit out of me and my sisters and fucking selling meth and making me go fucking sell meth with her fucking meth head boyfriend, right? Yeah, real quiet. That's happening? Yeah, that's fucking happening. No, it's, it's all good, though, you know. You can't have a darkness inside of you, right? Everyone just has to be pure fucking light. I was like, you know, you being an adult, that's probably some of those ignorant shit I've ever fucking heard. Everybody has a dark side to them, and you can't act like you don't just because you're a fucking Christian, man. Everybody has this darkness that lives within them. Everybody has some sort of evil in them. So whether or not you give in to that evil, that's a whole different fucking story. But that was one of the most ignorant things I've ever heard of fucking a, a, an adult speak. Like, life is just supposed to be this pure fucking light. And if you go to the dark, then it just means you're a bad person. No, it's not necessarily the fucking case. See, how can, like, a... That's why I understand why a cop would say something like that. Because he probably sure have seen some fucking wicked-ass shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know... It's not like I did anything with the sword. It was in my trunk of my car, off of school property. But because it was within 500 feet, I got in trouble. If it hadn't been within 500 feet, I would have been totally cool. 
They would they wouldn't have been able to do anything. I just so I got a summer sword. I got a summer sword and a hunting knife in my trunk. Good thing they didn't check the glove box because I'd have gotten in there. <laughs> that would have been really fucked. But um, yeah, the whole fucking concept is weird. You know what I'm saying? The whole concept of religion has always just been something foreign to me. Um, because being forced to go as like a kid, because like the only thing I remember as a kid, like like I'm talking like a little kid, like fucking five, six, seven years old. Only thing I really remember about going to church is like they would make us dress up, and there's Sunday's best. I had to wear nice blue jeans. I had to wear my cowboy boots. I had to wear a fucking dress up shirt, wear a tie, and my cowboy hat. And then when I got into the church, I had to take my cowboy hat off, and then put my cowboy back on, cowboy cowboy hat back on when I got there. The only thing I really remember, I don't even remember what happened in a church. I remember I remember the music. Because I always thought the Catholic music, like with the guitars and stuff, I always thought that stuff was actually kind of pretty. I actually always thought it was just really pretty music. I don't understand. I don't understand. And so my family had to go to the Spanish one, so then I really don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't understand religion at that point. I'm seven. And I really don't understand yeah. what the fuck you're saying because you speak Spanish, man. I don't know speak of, no else speaking to El Española, man. No, nothing. I don't speak to shit. Yeah, was it... um. At the wedding, they had a uh, they had a was it, basically a mariachi band playing the music. Yeah, I was like, why? Why? I, I Dude, can get, it, I can it, get it, down with the music portion. It's just I don't understand what you're saying, so I can't be like, you know, I, I, I don't understand what you're saying. Is it sad? Is it happy? I don't know. The tune of this music makes me think it's sad, but then it's like, no, it's a love song. Boy, he sounds sad as shit if he's in love. <laughs> God damn, you know what I'm saying? So. All I really remember is that we used to go to Furs. We used to go to Furs after going to church. We would go, we would go to the one that my grandpa and my grandma used to work at. That's back when, well, before Furs got completely shut the fuck down. And the Furs, one that used to be like on uh, the loop, 50th? No, the one that my grandpa used to work at was the one that was on the loop. Oh. The one okay. that got tore down. Yeah. yeah. So, that um, was good. Yeah, my grandpa worked there for like 20 years. Damn. Yeah, he worked there for a long time. And then, uh, you know, now he's working the job he works now, but. Um, so I remember, I because re- I remember I was such a weird little kid, dude. I put a one sauce on everything. I put a one sauce. is good. No, though. I put a one sauce on my mac and cheese, bro. I put a one sauce on my mashed potatoes. I put a one sauce because I always got the same thing. I got the chopped beef patty, smothered that bitch in a one sauce, and smothered my fucking my mac and cheese and my mashed potatoes. All that bitch. And then my mashed potatoes had brown gravy with it too. So it was brown gravy, a one sauce, and mashed potatoes. I was like, and looking back at it now, I'm like, yo, what the fuck was wrong with me, dog? <laughs> as a kid, you're like, as a kid, you're like, mm, this is good. This is a one sauce. I wasn't a kid that put ketchup on everything. I put a one sauce on everything. I don't know if that's any better than the kid who puts ketchup on everything, but I mean, I feel like it's just as bad. I don't know. Kind of up there. Hey, it had a tang to it, man. I liked it. I liked the little tang to the with the the, the saltiness of the, the mac and cheese. I don't know, man. You probably have kidney stones. A proper fucking leave, but. <laughs> I remember that's the only shit I remember about church, and then I remember, I remember my I remember my grandma found my satanic Bible. Mm-hmm. Dude, she freaked the fuck out because at that time my family was experiencing some, some like paranormal shit, and my grandma was like literally the first thing they were like, "Oh, it's because you you have the satanic Bible in the house." I'm like, "Well, hold hold the fucking phone. That's not how Satanism works, okay? Just because I have a satanic Bible doesn't mean Satan lives in the fucking house." This is like, yeah, yeah, you got a satanic Bible. Yeah, sure, come on into the house, Satan. <laughs> whatever you like. We got milk in the fridge. We got some cereal. Whatever you want, bro. Got to wash your own bowls, though. We don't do that shit here. I'm not washing the <laughs> fucking bowl for you. So I rem- and remember my grandma's like, yeah, I can't believe it. You're a kid, baby. I'm like, Grandma, 
That's not how that works. Now, if you were saying that about my Necronomicon, then yeah, okay, I can kind of, I can kind of see that because the Necronomicon is literally the book of the book of the dead and the Black Earth. It teaches you how to be a necromancer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, or rather, the principles of necromancy and the whole concept of you know the ancient ones, Cthulhu. You know the yeah. the being that existed before God and Satan. The being that all that was like all everything before yeah. the light and the dark. It was just Cthulhu. <clears throat> so because of that. Um, you know, they freaked the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? And that, for me, pushed me further away. And then all the things that I went through and experienced, you know, as a youth with my mom, I just, in my mind, I didn't have a use for God. Because yeah. in my mind, and I still kind of see it this way, you know, God didn't... Okay, so everyone's like, oh, well, you know, you survived because God provided opportunities. Did he? So then you're telling me that God presented the bad opportunities for me to do bad shit? Yeah, but it was for a good reason. So then God's okay with you doing bad shit if it's for a good reason? No one can answer that. Mm-hmm. Everyone's always just like, they're real quiet, perplexed by the question. Well, that's why I never fully understood the whole uh, rapist, murderer, neo-Nazi motherfucker serving life in prison. And the day before he goes to get executed kind of shit, he goes, I'm forgiven. I forgive. You know, praise God, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, he's forgiven. He go into the kingdom of heaven. Uh-oh. I don't agree. Yeah, it's... I don't agree with that. I think they say it's something like 80, 80% of fucking death row inmates find God. Yeah. Find God. And that's where, you know, I stand by this principle and this principle alone. I've always stood by this regardless of whether... The thing is, it's... I need tangible evidence. I'm a fucking... I mean, I need evidence type of person. And... You know, Bree's always telling me, you know, God provides you with so much, you know. If God wasn't real, he wouldn't have brought us together. If God, mm-hmm. you know, wasn't real, he wouldn't have done this. I'm like, God, oh, you know, you might be right. But if God's real, or if he's good, like you're saying, then why he let this happen? You know? God God really was cool with my mom taking flesh from my body and hurting me, hurting my sisters, doing the bad shit she's done to us. He's just cool with that. Well, God put you through your own tribulations. Ah, it's always the same fucking excuse, man. It's always the same excuse. And that's, that's again, you know, here's the thing. I'm not shitting on anybody's religion. If you believe in God and, you know, more power to you. You know what I'm saying? If you got that relationship, that connection, cool, good. I don't. And it's based on the life I've lived. You know what I'm saying? And I have, I hold this firm belief. You know, and this is from Buddhism. You can you can try and fix your dharma, and you can do a lot of things in your life to try to make things right. You can't escape. There's one thing you cannot escape, and that's your own karma. The, all the bad shit that you do, it will come back to you. You cannot escape your karma. It doesn't matter how good of a person you are. Mm-hmm. Your karma will come back, and it will fucking get you. So here's my thing. I don't know what does or doesn't exist. And I don't... Th- the whole theology behind religion and God and higher power, lower power, Satan, darkness, evil, okay? I know good exists, I know bad exists. Those are two concrete things that I know, because I've seen both. As to whether or not God is up in the sky or Satan is down below, I don't know. But I will say this, I'll make my decisions as a man, and wherever the fuck that leads me, it leads me. That's to the kingdom of heaven, cool. You know what I'm saying? God's as forgiven as you say, and, you know, he can try and see some reason, Okay, cool. 
if I get to heaven and he's like, hey, no, 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 no. Listen, man, we got you booked on the wrong flight. We actually got you going to hell at a 3.30 flight, but your flight's been delayed by another two hours. So you got to wait in purgatory and then we'll send you to hell. It's like, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll live by whatever consequences come my way, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I rot in hell for the rest of eternity, you know, so fucking be it. I guess, you know, there's one positive side of that. At least my seat will be warm. Because Satan's <laughs> keeping that shit warm for me. Oh, yeah. Like, there's something like, you know, with, with the news we got today from our good buddy, his family and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. With this, uh, this last year, you know, like, I lost my dad. And then... Uh, my wife lost her um, grandfather, and like it's just, it's just weird how the year ended. Like you know, so much fucking death. You know um, what? It's it's crazy because so I went to two weddings this year. No, three three weddings this year. So so same day your wedding was. Mm-hmm. <coughs> my friend Adam, his yeah. wedding was. So I went to both of y'all's weddings on the same day. Like I asked me a groomsman. On the same day. Well, I don't know what the fucking chances of that are that I know two people having a wedding the same fucking day. I don't know what the chances are being asked to be a fucking groomsman in both. But I was honored to be that way, right? Um, but it's crazy because both of the men that asked me to be a part of their family both lost family members that year. So you lost your dad. Mm-hmm. Michelle lost her grandfather. My boy Adam, his sister, uh, she lost her husband. Oh, damn. So I actually got to talk to her husband. He's a really cool fucking army dude. Really fucking cool dude. Like we were just talking about all kinds of shit. You know, so I'm a Marine, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? There's some commonality there. So, you know, we got to talking and shit, chit-chatting and shit like that. Um, he's only maybe about five years older than us. Oh, wow. And Fine. so he worked, yeah, he was, he was working out of town. And uh, he, I guess he had something something up with his heart. Went to sleep and never woke up. Damn. And I remember uh, my boy Adam... He, he was in my ear for a little bit. So, you know, I texted him, you know, because, like, I always, I always text him, you know, if, you ain't, if you're in my ear for a little bit, I'm going to message you, like, hey, bitch, yeah. fuck, you don't call him, you don't call him no more, you don't send dick pics, like, you don't, the fuck, you stop loving me or something, you little <laughs> whore, you know, and he was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm sorry, bro, there's something dealing with a bunch of family shit, you know, um, my, my sister's husband passed away, and I was like, what? I was like, I was like, homeboy? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, how the fuck did that happen? I was thinking the worst, you know what I'm saying? He, he'd been to Afghanistan, I think. I think he had been to Afghan like twice. So I was thinking of something yeah. related to that, but no. His heart just stopped. He just fucking stopped, and I was like, fucking shit, dude. And yeah, he's only like 34, 35. Jesus. I was like, fucking shit. And then they had, they had like four kids together. Yeah, damn. Died out of state. I think it was in Arizona, and they lived in California. And he was out of state when he died. Just got done with the day's work, took a shower. He was supposed to go have, you know, lunch with his, with or dinner with his boss and his just coworkers. Never showed up. They figured he just fell asleep. And the next day, just fucking found his ass. I was like, "Fuck, dude." That's some crazy shit, dude. Yeah. So there's been a lot of loss this year. Yeah, dude. Like uh, Bree, Bree lost uh, Hank. Yeah. Had to put yeah. Hank down after 19 years. Yeah, that's a long time. You know, and people say that you know you can't love an animal the same way you love a human. I say this bullshit. You know, she had that dog since she was a kid. Bree's 30. She's had that dog more than half of her life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And animals are animals are companions, man. Like, truly, I do believe, like, when they die, like, when animals go, they, they go they go to heaven. 
animals have spirits, man. They're too complex to not have spirits and go oh, fucking yeah, heaven. Oh, yeah, definitely. Man. So. Yeah, like, um, yeah, like one of our coworkers, she had passed away, um, in December. Out of the blue kind of thing. Like, I remember, like, talking to her, like, the day before, and we were just bullshitting, dude. She was funny as fuck. She, she's ghetto. Yeah. But, but funny, bro. You would love dating out with her. She's fucking hilarious. <laughs> she talks shit to everybody. But she was a genuine person. Like, she, like she, she was on the kind of, like, if something was going on with you, she'd notice. Yeah. She'd notice. She's like, hey, what's wrong? Oh, nothing. You really better fucking talk about She would be the one who would pry. Yeah, like, hey, stupid bitch. Yeah. Fuck Stop it. fucking acting that way. I'll fucking. Yeah. What's wrong? She was just funny, and then uh, she passed away in a car accident, and she left behind like three kids. And I'm like, oh my god, god. Man, I was like, that fucking sucks. And then one of uh, Michelle's friends, old old friends from like high school and shit, she had passed away in a car accident too, a couple of days after that. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. And I was like, it, it was just a lot, and like, makes you really appreciate who you have in your life and shit like that, and like. And I had to think about that the other day. That's why I started sending you all of that message and shit. And yeah. Like, so I just sent in a bunch of friends' messages and shit. So friends that I haven't talked to in a while, but yeah. I still consider them friends. I'm like, you know, hey, man, I know we haven't talked in a while, but happy New Year's, man. I appreciate you. That's and that. And, like, it's some shit, man. And I think it's stuff that's not said enough, especially men. Especially men. I feel like we don't oh, say shit. we appreciate each other enough. And shit, man. I, hey, man. I'll I tell I, I, I'm not one of those guys. I guess... I don't have a problem with it just because I was in the Marine Corps. I'll tell you, motherfucking ass. I'll tell you guys flat out straight to your face. Not, hey, man, love you, bro. Not, hey, man, hey, I love you, man. Like, I love you, okay? Mm-hmm. Not in a homoerotic way, but maybe a little bit. But, you know, for the <laughs> most part, like, I love you. I love you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, fucking, I fucking tell you bastards all the time. I love y'all. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I tell my boys, say child. You know, I hit him up. I was like, hey, man, I love you, bro. Miss you. Hope your new year goes good. I hope it's prosperous. You know, same thing with my boy Adam. I was like, you know, I love you, man. You know, I hope everything's good. You and the fam, you know, and all this other shit. Um, I think a lot of men have a problem with trying to wear masculinity or what they, I guess, with the preconceived notion of what masculinity is supposed to be. And they try to wear it as like an armor. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> it's stupid, man. I, I can't say that. That's a, that's homosexual you know what i'm saying if i'm being politically correct but you know but you but you know you know as a man i was wondering if you're gonna say the other word you know what we say as men you know what i'm saying but you know what i'm saying like i think a lot of guys are just afraid that they're afraid to say that to another man because the way it sounds is like nah man like if i love you bro i love you yeah you know what i'm saying like if i got love for you i love you you know what i'm saying see like like two of the my co-workers you know i talked to probably the most up at work i hadn't known them very long i just started this job a couple months ago yeah. But I talk to them a lot, especially like when we work on the same shit together. We're talking, you know, bullshitting around, you know, and getting into deep conversations. And I texted both of them. I was like, hey, man, you know, we hadn't known each other very long, but I feel like, you know, it's for a reason. Whatever reason it may be, it's for a reason. And I feel like, you know, I really appreciate you guys. It really it makes the work go by so much better having you guys around to talk to and just bullshit around, share ideas with, and just, you know, being there for each other and shit. And like, if I ever need anything, I'll reach out, for, reach out to me. I'll be there for you guys. And like, and I hope it's the same thing, vice versa. I haven't built up that rapport with him to where, like, hey, if y'all well, need me, I got you. It takes time, yeah. It yeah. takes time. It takes Which you know, it is what it is. Like y'all, like y'all know, like you, Chris, um, Jake, our little covenant area, and a couple other friends. If y'all need me, if I can do it, I'll be there for y'all. Yeah. I got y'all. Yeah. And like, 
Chris had a little financial issue with his car, like again, as always. And he needs to get a new fucking car, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> He just needs to sell that motherfucker and get something else, yeah, man. He does. Like, God he, damn. He does. Stop going to Rachel Park, pulling parts, putting shit on there for new cars. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's like, fuck, man, I don't got no money to get this shit fixed right now. I was like, all right, bro, I got you. No big deal. And um, he, and then, like, the next day, he texts me, hey, man, I'm going to do this and do this to get you the money back. I'm like, bro, it's fine. I, I know you're going to pay me back when you pay me back. It's not a big deal. No. I'm not hurting for it right now. Like, if I was, if I couldn't. Afford to lend you the money for however long it's gonna be. I wouldn't yeah, have done it. Helped you, yeah. I'm like, but it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't no skin off my back. I'm like, so when you can, you can. That's not a big deal. Don't rush it. Don't feel like you have to pay me back immediately. It's it's okay. And um, but he did pay me back. He already paid me back. I think yesterday. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, bro, cool, appreciate it. And then um, but no, that's kind of the way I've always felt. Like we've 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 harped. I think in this last year, that's probably one of the topics we've harped on a lot is men reaching out. Especially to other men, because I feel like that's where we can actually talk. Because like how you said, if you're in a room with ten other people, half of them are men, half of them are women, you kind of water down what you say a lot. Yeah, you, or you won't talk about certain subjects because you yeah. just feel uncomfortable. Because as a man, it's, it's, it's hard to bitch about shit. You know, like if it's shit about your significant other, you know, you're not talking shit, but you just want to... Belly. You want to vent. You know, yeah, you want to bellyache. You want to... Like, hey... You know, I'm just angry. Just let me fucking, just let me get some shit out. You know what I'm saying? To work it out. Or maybe I can see your perspective. But with a woman, you know what I'm saying? Some women tend to get a little, I don't know, I defensive. feel like defensive. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you don't know what she's going to be like. Oh, man. I'm I'm fucking bitching about my situation. Why are you bitching at me? <laughs> you, you, are you proxying for my fucking significant other? You, you, you bitching at me for her? What the fuck is going on? You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? There's very few and far between you find a woman that you can bitch to and she'll be like, no, I got you, bro. And you're yeah. like, I knew it. You were one of the boys from the beginning, man. You got a penis, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's very, very rare you find a woman that you can bitch to, you know, or you can talk to in a reasonable way, and they can give you the same insight that a man can. Yeah. Very rare you find that. Yeah, very rare. Um, that's why I feel like, yeah, it is a little more... It is a little more better for men to talk to other men about bullshit. And it, it could be just something they just need to get off their chest. Something but they need you to... also don't want to get that group of men that's overly sensitive about shit. Oh, that yeah. pat you on the back about everything. Because the thing is, i not trying to toot my own horn, but I think one of the best qualities about me as a friend is I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest. If you fucking up, I'll be like, hey, man, look, I love you. I do. You know what I'm saying? And I, I sympathize with your situation. But at the same point in time, you're fucking up. Yeah. You're doing the wrong thing. I can't help you fix it, but I can try to help you talk through what you think you need to talk through. So mm-hmm. if you're being a piece of shit, I'm going to tell you, like, hey, you're being a piece of shit. And, and, and I think that's better. That, you know that, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I would rather be, I would rather you hate me for me being real with you and then you realize it 10 years down the line, like, oh, fuck, man, he was right. And then come back to me and be like, hey, man, you know what? I acted like an asshole. I'm sorry. I acted like an asshole. You know, I didn't, I was, I was too scared as a man to look in the mirror to realize what you were saying was true. Mm-hmm. But now I realize it and I'm sorry. And, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I've had friends, I've had people that have come back and told me that, like, hey, man, you know, I'm sorry. I was I was being a scared little bitch. But I appreciate you being there for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I was going through a bunch of shit with my ex-wife, my boy Seicho, mm-hmm. that nigga, he, that nigga real as fuck with me. He's like, look, man, I love you, bro. He's like, I love you. We've been together since, we, you know, we've been together, you know, in the same unit, for the most part, you know, since fucking, since fucking boot camp. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I talked to Seichow, and he was like, man, he's like, so I remember, yeah, I was at boot camp. I was like, man, this fucking sucks, man. Fuck this goddamn shit, man. What the fuck are these motherfuckers doing? And my boy Seichow was like, man, my boy Seichow, he Asian as shit, but he was like, man, who the fuck is this ghetto ass Mexican little motherfucker? <laughs> always bitches and shit. And then guess what? We got fucking, we got yeah. we bunk mates. And then we were also both house, we were both uh, house mice. We were the house mouses. Mm-hmm. So we had to clean the drill instructor hut. And then we were both knowledge recruits, so we were, we had to help the other crew, the other recruits who were struggling with their knowledge, um, learn Marine Corps history and stuff like that. Because you don't just like when you're in boot camp, you don't just learn like you know your basics as being so far like as far as being a Marine, you learn the history of the Marine Corps. You know the battles we fought in. The it's not like not just every single battle, but like the significance of that battle, things that were taken away. You learn a whole bunch of shit. So because I was really good at that um, me and Seichow and one other recruit uh, we we were knowledge recruits so it was our job to help the recruits who were struggling with their shit yeah you know what I'm saying so but yeah like I knew Seichow boot camp engineer school and our first unit together but I was with that motherfucker forever then I took off did my own thing when I went to SOTG and then I came back we were we were back to that same unit and then I had all that shit go down. He talked to me, and you know, like I say, he was being real with me. He was like, "Look, I love you. You're being a piece of shit, though. Like everything you've done is wrong. You need to look at yourself in the mirror, and you need to decide the kind of man that you want to be." Yeah. He's like, "I love you. You will always be my boy. I always got your back. You know what I'm saying? I don't condone the actions of what the fuck you did, but I'm gonna help get your ass right. By the time we're done, you're gonna be right." Because I ain't going to let you fucking fail. Yeah. And when he told me that shit, I cried. I ain't going to lie. I cried to him. And I told him, I said, thank you. Because a lot of people weren't in my corner. A lot of fucking people weren't in my corner. In fact, most of my fucking unit hated me. Most of my unit was like, yeah, you're a piece of shit. Hey, I go to that fucking piece of shit Sanchez. Fucking little dirty Sanchez. You know what I'm saying? Like, piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Which I, mm-hmm. and, and again, again, in a way, I kind of tried to put that on his armor. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Dirty Sanchez. Fuck you, bitches. You know what I'm saying, but um, you know, like Seychell, that's like that's one of my niggas I've always been able to go to. I've always been able to go to talk to him, and he can tell me like he can either tell me like, hey, you right, like, hey, no, you're right, you're right, I agree with you, you're being right, or he'll be like, hey, or you can look at it like this and stop being a bitch. You know yeah. what I'm saying, like Seychell, that nigga be real with me. I love it, I love it. That's my that's my fucking boy. If if something were to God forbid happen to his ass, I would do everything in my power to take care of his family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 my fucking boy. You know what I'm saying? It sucks. The motherfucker lives all the way up in Oregon. You know where there's meth heads and hobos jacking off in the street and shit. But you, know, you can't help. No, you need to tell us. I already fucking told him. Is you don't want to listen to me, man? I'm like, Sampy already moved to fucking Texas. I was like, man, you get your motherfucking ass. Well, all the boys be back together in Texas. I mean, Texas is big, but it ain't traveling across the United States, big. You know what I'm saying? If you live in San Antonio or some shit, motherfucker, I'll drive down. I'll drive to San Antonio to see your ass. I'll drive to Dallas to go see my boy Sampy hang out for a weekend or something, you know? like. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you you don't need men who will... You don't need people who will be an echo chamber for you. Oh, no. You need people who can give you different different perspectives and will tell you, like, hey, yeah, you know, you're right about this, but on this certain thing, you're not. Yeah. Sorry, you're not. You know exactly. I agree. I agree. You can't. People can tell you shit that you don't want to tell yourself. Yeah. 
they don't we they don't reaffirm the things that you're telling yourself. They fucking tell you the truth because they care about you. And they want you to be better. They want mm-hmm. you to fix your situation. So they would rather tell you the truth, arm you with that knowledge, than just let you just they just surround yourself in the echo chamber. You know, like yeah. Polly want a cracker. Polly want a cracker. Polly want a cracker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like um. We've said this before. We agree. You and I agree on most of the shit. There are things that we heavily, <laughs> heavily agree on. Um, just, just to name one. You know, you like Lock over Smith and Wesson, but I think Smith and Wesson's better. Um, you know, but like with our boy Chris, he's he's a commie AK nut, and we're good old American AR boys. Yeah, we are. So you know, we disagree on shit. That's that's just in small examples, but you know, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe small things. Yeah, but I think that's that's the beauty of it, though. It's yeah, the clock is better. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I really delusional, agree with you. delusional. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, if there's one thing we can agree on, Canic, a fantastic brand for the price point. Canic, yeah. Oh my god. Canic. Oh, I got an email from Academy. They're like, hey, yeah, we got this. Like, I think your exact model. They're like, we're yeah, fucking this with two extra mags. Fucking six hundred bucks. I was like, "Pray we don't have to pay off the bike." <laughs> I, could, I could buy, I could, I could buy a gun and pay off the majority of the bike. Just saying, just, just, <laughs> just, just putting that out there. Just, no, we gotta pay the bike. I was like, Fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, no, we paid off the bike, so that's um, good. That's good. Yeah, I am now the proud of like owner. Don't the bank don't own my shit no more. With my motorcycle. Yeah. That's good, though, man. Happy for you. But, yeah, having a mechanic is nice. Fuck you. Having... I was going to say having two is nice, but, oh, yeah, I have three. Oh, yeah, well, having a SIG AR is nice, so fuck you, bitch. Having an AR pistol is pretty nice, too. Man, fuck you, whore. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Speaking of which, I forgot to tell you this. I was going to take a picture of it. I forgot to. I was at Sharpshooters the other day. I found a 300 Win Mag bolt-action rifle. Ooh. Uh, I can't remember what kind it is. I think it was... Um, I can't remember. It was something with an S. It wasn't SIG, but it was something else. Mm. 550 bucks. Damn. Yeah. Did not come with an optic, but I don't really fucking care. I, I don't give a fuck about that. But I was like... Because the optic, it doesn't matter because I wouldn't keep that optic on there. Oh, well, I mean, for the time being. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's 550 bucks, it's not going to have a $2,000 fucking night force scope on it. True. Some of them come with decent optics, huh? Yeah, maybe like a little loophole or uh fucking Vortex. Yeah. Yeah, just for the time being because... I don't have two Gs to spend on a night force fucking... But yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, it'd be perfect for uh, Fabian, she was like, "No, you already got him a Christmas present." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." Speaking of which, did you get a chance to use it? Yes. Nice. Yes. Because I was tempted to buy something for myself, but I was like, "No, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let these beta testers test this shit out for me before I spend money." Because I got, uh, I forgot, I got need to text them. I got Jake and Monica a set. Oh yeah. Same one, just different color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, "I'm good." No, we we used them that night. <laughs> that night we used them that night. <laughs> well, I'm happy I can spice up the life. Oh yeah, dude. What about the fucking the the bullet the bullet ice cube? Oh fuck! I forgot about that. I'm just forgetting something. God damn it! That's what I was looking at it too early. I was like, man, these are so cool. It is cool. I thought it was a cool. And then the the fucking little barrel, dude. The little barrel is so cool. Yeah, man. Well, like I had it in there just the cylinder by itself with the, the little bullet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then I was like, I wonder if it'll still stay cold if I put it back in the barrel and put it in there. Yeah, it still stays cold. That's dope, dude. So I was like, that's cool. But fuck, I forgot to bring it. I'll bring them out next time. No doubt. Um, 
Oh yeah, no, yeah, we were gonna buy a set too, but I was like, no, let, let's wait. Let's not buy three sets right now because no, the, they're the, good the cashier, quality. The cashier's gonna think we're weird or something. So I'm like, let's just buy two. And then, and, and then we're like, and what then, kind of kind of sex slave dungeon are you fucking running? <laughs> How do we get invitations? <laughs> I'm like, this is the pink corner. This is the purple corner. This is the black. <laughs> That'd be some weird shit, bro. Yeah, I have thought about making a sex dungeon. Oh yeah, I think we all do. I think once you're in a relationship long enough, if, gonna... here's the thing: if I was to do something like that, it wouldn't even be like a sex dungeon. It would be like a full-on sex club. Like I'm talking like the proper lighting and shit. We have one of those rotating like chairs and shit. No, it'd be a rotating like autumn. Ro- no, it'd be a rotating stripper pole. Yeah, and then um, on top of that. Like, dude, I already have, like, the type of music. Like, <laughs> I already have the type of music. I told Bray, I was like, if we get a stripper pull, you're stripping to this song. And it's a heavy fucking song. Like, it's just like, you got to have the music, the fucking, the fog and shit like that. I'm talking, like, the sexy fucking outfit. Like, she might as well be wearing nothing, but it's so, like. Well, well, what's a sexy outfit for you? Because there's different types. Okay, so, like, but, 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 just enough, I, 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 just I, I, enough. To, to like cover oh. the breast and nipple, you're almost not even covering the vagina. And then I, I'm not gonna lie, dude, I am a fucking sucker for fucking fishnet or fucking like the like all the way up to the fucking thighs on the uh, the stockings. Oh yeah. Oh my fucking god! Like the little garter belt and shit. Like the oh just mm, mm. goddamn America. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking America, baby. God dude, damn, I love that shit. But baby. dude, for some reason, I have a thing for lace. I I, I associate lace with more like of like an intimate kind of night, like a hey, we might make a bad decision to make a baby because the sex is <laughs> so intimate. So like I, I did like that's more like with intimacy. When I think fishnet, I'm thinking a wild, raunchy, nasty fucking sex that would make your grandma blush. I do like fishnets too, though. God damn. With that, guys, we're going to take a quick little break, and we'll be back with the second part of this episode. Hey, guys, so uh, we'll see you guys in a minute. What happened? Please don't tell me to stop. The battery on this thing might be dying. Okay, there it goes. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Thanks you for sticking around with us. After a little break, we have some technical difficulties, but this is for you guys on Spotify. Y'all have a little bit of a different episode than YouTube will just because my camera fucked up and we had to do a little bit different. Yeah, it died. Yeah, I kind of fucked up and then switched out batteries. But it's all good, though. It's all good. Anyways, so in review, Devil's River, really good. Just check it out. Um, You also check out uh, Fabian's Twitch. Yep, go check me out on twitch.com forward slash RPGs. You'll find all of the links below for the Twitch. Go and follow us. We haven't streamed in a little bit because I got a little sick. My cat also got a little sick, so um, but we will be back to it. We didn't do a New Year's stream this year just because the cat wasn't feeling good. Um, I know we did one last year, but um, I'm going to try and, and do a New Year's, New Year's Day stream today. Um and uh yeah so go and check us out we got some different projects um on the slate um i don't know if one of them i'm going to be able to stream i have to test it out so i think it's an atlas game and i don't know how atlas is but they're 
fucking video games and shit. So, um, <clears throat> but I do got some other games on the um, on the list as far as projects we want to get we want to get done. But yeah, go and give us a follow on our YouTube as well, which is RPGs One Two Three. Um, we should be able to. I think we're we're able to now put our own uh, URL, which will be, you know, youtube.com forward slash RPGs123, because I think YouTube just updated that in their terms and conditions that now you don't have to be at a certain level for subscribers to have your own personalized URL. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can just have a URL. Yeah, because we have our own personal URL, too. So, um, we're, we're um, you know, trying to upload there. Again, I'm, I'm trying to learn this editing content but i'm kind of stupid so uh just bear with me while i try to figure all that shit out on my own yeah it's fine we're all learning this stuff guys you guys know we're all learning um again thank you guys so much for watching us follow all of our stuff on facebook instagram twitter and of course youtube you guys are on here uh if you guys want to listen to our full full episode um it's on spotify and all that bullshit um Check out our merch store, guys. Our promo code for this year is new me ten n e w yeah n e w m e ten for ten percent off anything on our merch store. We did launch quite a few more stuff. Uh, probably going to put out some more stuff today for Valentine's Day. Um, yes, I know it's early, but Walmart already has Valentine's Day shit on the shelf, so yeah, I so figured I'd do the same. Yeah, so does United. Yeah, so I figured I'd do the same that way you guys get it in on time. I have gotten rid of everything that is not U.S. made or U.S. assembled. That way we don't have any delivery issues because David, my friend, had a delivery issue with one of his workout shirts that he ordered from us. Oh, shit. It took like a month to get in because it's from Australia and they're backwater yeah. backwards and their transportation shit sucks. Yeah, that takes forever to get one of these hats. Yeah. These hats, they're, the whole company is based out of Japan, but they ship everything out of uh, out of Australia. Yeah, it's slow so as fuck. It, it takes a good little while for so you to get I'm anything. not going to put you guys through that bullshit, so I got rid of everything that was on there, which was like maybe three products that we have. And I'm going to try to keep everything US-based like I was starting to, but for sure for sure now guys um but yeah we have a lot of new stuff coming out especially for valentine's day a lot of stuff that i think is really funny for guys to get um i mean one that's xoxo you know for valentine's day yeah but the o is the encasing of a nine millimeter round oh nice. and the x is rifle rounds that's awesome that's like, fucking dope and then just that that's all it is it just keep it simple and i was like yeah. yeah yeah for sure and then um there's another one that says uh uh the key to my heart is whiskey and bullets it sounds like a pretty good fucking key to me. <laughs> but anyways, guys, link to all that stuff down below, guys. And remember, use that promo code NEWME10 for 10% off. And we thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Blue Collar Shock. And as always, make love loudly and make war silently. And we'll see you guys again next time. <laughs>